0: In today's episode, we are going to be chatting about starting your journey of entrepreneurship, getting clarity, and sometimes that might mean letting go of an idea. Okay. to Connect, Inspire, Create. I am your host, Carol Clegg, and on this show, we explore topics like entrepreneurial journeys, inspiring tools to help you take action in your business, mindset motivation, have to focus on the mindset, and marketing resources. So let's dive in together and find inspiration to create success in midlife entrepreneurship. My guest today is Christina Michaelis, I was going to try to pronounce her last name (laughs) with the correct emphasis, but welcome, Christina, and thank
1: you for being part of the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you. I am
0: too. I know that you are going to have some tips and tools that you can share, and a lot of your focus is on helping those the new people that are stepping into this world of entrepreneurship. Um, mm. And we've got some things that we're going to to cover from all aspects, um, marketing and when to let go of those ideas. But tell us, where are you at the moment?
1: I'm based in Italy at the moment. So that's where, at the moment, that's uh, for a longer period of time, probably where I stay as well.
0: <laughs> all right. Lovely. I know it's just so wonderful. As Christina shared with me that they're heading off to the coast. I think we're both ocean girls. And that's the wonderful thing yes. in Europe that is, you say, a five-hour drive and you'll be there.
1: Mm, yes, yeah. yes, for sure. And We'll go there as much as we can because yeah. there's nothing nicer than jumping into the water.
0: That's wonderful. <laughs> my beach. five-hour drive only takes me further into the, <laughs> the southwest desert, which has its own beauty. Um, but there's there's no ocean. That, um, well. <laughs> My listeners, I'd love to tell you just a little bit about Christine, who is our marketing and creative startup coach. And the word creative is important in Christine's world, right? (laughs) um, So she is the founder of Creative Startup Academy. She's the author of multiple books, public speaker, and podcaster. And she has worked in marketing and advertising for more than 12 years, when she then decided to start her own business, Supporting Startups. And so with her hands-on approach, and she has some fabulous reviews on her website, she has helped hundreds of individuals validate their business idea and create a successful startup, as well as working with small businesses, supporting them to get clarity, which is to me so, so important, because without clarity, you are all over the place, and you don't even know what you're marketing. She Mm -hmm. sees entrepreneurship as a way of life, loves the passion that comes from working in this industry. And she's going to share with us as well why she has reprioritized her life with her health and her well-being. Before we step into the business side of this podcast, I would love to ask you, what is something that people would be really surprised to know
1: about you? I think they might be surprised that because I'm I'm quite an extrovert everyone knows pretty much everything about me and I just actually created a series of videos really things you might not know about me. Uh, one of them is that I'm from Berlin from Germany. Um, a lot of people don't know them because I've spent a long time in the UK. Um, maybe one thing is that I play the ukulele. it's something that not a lot of people know I, I wanted to learn an instrument. And uh, guitar was too too difficult for me and ukulele seems to be a good choice. It's small. You can travel with it. You can take it wherever you go because I moved around a lot. And yeah, maybe that's a fact. (laughs) Yeah, having music
0: in our lives, whether it's listening to music or being gifted to be able to actually play an instrument um, is an important part to me of mindfulness. Um, yes, contributing yeah, to overall happiness. I know that you've also <laughs> written 20 books. That's quite a milestone. Mm.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's quite a lot over the past seven years, actually. Yeah, I got a bit of obsessed with writing things.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, congratulations.
1: Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I,
0: now, I don't know in your part of the world in Italy if um, you're the same as us over here, but I have to ask you, do you use Google? And if you do, what's the last thing that you Googled?
1: we do use Google and uh, what was the last thing I googled I think it was a conversion rate for Jordan Dakar currency into euros because we were watching a documentary and uh, someone was showing around and how much everything cost and we were lost how much that would be in euros so that might be the last last thing I googled <laughs>
0: lovely yeah it's so interesting you sort of look at something you're watching something we want an answer straight away I know that you shared uh, a few years back you were diagnosed with a brain tumor mm-hmm. and that and had to have been such a shock. And I know that it resulted in you shifting priorities in your life. Can you tell mm-hmm. us more about that journey and how it changed mm-hmm. things
1: for you? Yes, of course. Um, yeah, that was quite a shock. <laughs> I think it would be for everyone. Um, and basically what happened in, in short uh, is that I have tinnitus in both ears, so ringing in the ears uh, since I'm 19, so more than 20 years. And I decided, whilst I was in the UK, to go to another doctor's visit to see if there's anything new that can be done. They did a scan of my hat uh, to see if anything was wrong with the ears. And the doctor basically said, after two weeks later, when I was going there for a result, he said, oh, good news, nothing wrong with your ears but you have a brain tumor. And I was like, what? (laughs) And obviously not processing things and not the best doctor delivering a message like this. And he also said, oh, I can't tell you more about it because it's not my specialty. To make this long story short, um, over three months, I did lots of tests and scans and everything. And it turned out actually not to be a brain tumor. So it was a shocking information And it was also shocking information that it wasn't because I I was thinking like, how can you say this if you don't know? So for three months, I was really thinking, okay, what does it mean? Obviously, I Google things. When you Google things, you always die. (laughs) Um, So that was uh, the first thing that I did was uh, calling my best friend saying, I think I'm dying. And she was like, what? And so it was um, very, very difficult. I'm also a person who is very good at putting things away. (laughs) So to try to ignore Uh, information Mm. like that but obviously it was um, extremely difficult in hindsight I know that and I I was in a phase of my life where I was very close to burnout anyway because I was working so much there were health issues already in my family I had this diagnosis and everything just went upside down in my life Um, I had to do all these blood tests and scans and with me hating needles and also hating confined spaces that was just trauma in itself right now i'm i'm i feel like the luckiest person in life because it wasn't a brain tumor and i'm very grateful for this experience because it has led to me reprioritizing my life exactly what you said and that means i have looked at things in a different way and I still look at things in a different way that I absolutely love 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 what I do with my business. I mm. absolutely love it and for now I would not change it. For as long as I like it I will continue. If I don't love it anymore I probably won't continue and do something else. Maybe I yeah. become a prof- professional page yeah. tree hugger. Yeah, so basically I was working too much and I have changed everything. So my my values changed. I Took more time for loved ones to spend time with them, mm-hmm. um, to make sure to reconnect on a regular basis uh, with friends and family, and also taking care of myself. Um, so not always just on of others, of course, but of myself. And really going through all of this showed me how important it is to take care of yourself. And most entrepreneurs don't have a good work life balance because they yeah. they can't switch off, right. and that's that's okay. You know, when I'm on holiday, I might have a great idea, but I'm not acting on it. I'm writing right. it down. And when I come back, I'm acting on it. I set myself. So first of all, I stopped working on weekends. <laughs> um, Listen and to then that. Also, <laughs> yeah, and then bit by bit, I also gained back my evening and I set myself strict working hours. So nine to five. Is the way I work. There might be some exceptions where I extend for a bit or for podcast recording or something like that, things I enjoy. That gives me time also to spend, for example, with my partner who has is in an employed situation where he stops working at five.
0: Run your own business, mm-hmm. work from home, but it does not need to consume you 24-7. No. Um, I love exactly. to work a, a four-day work week and I try to have my Fridays off um so okay. yeah just i might think get to that <laughs> it gets it i know i was the same we are working weekends working late at night and you've got to ask yourself why you know and then it also comes down to you know other people shouldn't be so you've got to sort of set that example because if you give yes. that out then you're you're allowing that for other people to do the same to you so putting mm-hmm. in you know boundaries um for ourselves to me encourages others so i know that with your creative academy, you look a lot at helping people who are just starting out. So if somebody is mm-hmm. now thinking, it's time for me to switch from corporate, I want this lifestyle that gives me more time with a lot of things that matter to me. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice to those that are just starting on this journey?
1: Yeah, I think one thing is probably you will never feel ready, really ready to to give up on a day job and do fully your own job. Um, so don't wait for that. happen because it probably will never happen. But on the other hand, I would also say be financially safe. I know sometimes in especially in TV shows and stuff, it's always like, oh, you need to be you're not committed enough if you not have like lots of amount of debt and and you do other things. But we all have to pay our bills. We don't want to sleep on the street. So I would say have a financial stability and that means maybe slowly or transition to a part-time job so this is also my journey I was it was like a side hassle and I really do not like the word hassle because a, a lot of times it's charged with a positive thing in the startup world which I don't think it is positive um, but it for me it was a side thing and then I transitioned to a part-time job and then I transitioned fully into what I do now so mm-hmm. and then and, and then like I said don't wait for the moment where you feel ready you need mm-hmm. to also take the jump and and uh, do it another thing is really what i wish i would have done earlier and i do know that it's a lot of times not possible for financial reasons but maybe you can look in other ways is to try to outsource things as early as possible because it's good to understand a lot. At the beginning, we're all like sponges. We take everything in. We attend every free webinar. We attend every free resource and download this cheat sheet and sign up to that newsletter because we want to take it all in. You will not need all of that information at that point of time. And when you need it, you will have forgotten about it. It's okay. It will happen also for me. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but maybe focus on the thing that you need to do next and then um, just take one step at a time mm. and try to outsource something. And maybe there's some share that you can do where you help someone and that person helps you with something. So rather than putting money in, because um, most entrepreneurs don't have the money, also me, I didn't have the money to outsource things. However, it will speed things up if you, for example, get someone to do the website for you, if you can find someone who might need your help with something, so and there's also platforms that help you with that, with skillshare and, and swapping skills, let's say.
0: It's also building community in a certain sense amongst yes. solopreneurs. So we all journey mm-hmm. on this journey, and it can be very lonely exactly. at times. So by skill sharing, you are just building your own little community. And I agree with you on the financial freedom because then you pursue with focus. And it gives you that opportunity to get the clarity. Whereas if you yes. are pressurized and going, I have to make this work. I have to bring in income. I can't, you know, so very valuable advice. Yeah. Just get that base so that you can yes. step into it with love and passion and creativity that. So I know while we're talking about money and spending and financial security, um, you talk about having a structure. For entrepreneurs that struggle with their marketing. Um, mm-hmm. and we all you know, it's it's an essential piece of the business journey is our marketing. How do
1: you advise people? What kind of structure? So I think first of all, like you said, having a structure, having a plan, having a strategy, let's call it that, um, is really beneficial. Let's say it's it's not necessary because you also might think as you go and test things out and do as you wish. But having a, stri- a, a plan, a strategy in place will help you to feel less stressed because you don't think you have to do it all at once because you can't. You Marketing, the other thing is really having the marketing mindset. A lot of people are, afraid of marketing but you have to do it and it's not an easy skill to learn because it's constantly evolving and things are changing Uh, even Mm -hmm. for marketing experts even for me it's impossible to keep up with uh, what's happening out there and that's okay when you have a structure and uh, a strategy and a plan what you want to do for the next 30 days three months six months and one year with being flexible then that really helps you to feel less stressed. You know, you don't have to do all at once. It's the same what I mentioned earlier. You don't have to be on all platforms. Mm. You don't have to all social media if we're talking about social media because a lot of people think marketing is only social media. It's not. Um, Marketing is basically telling people about you, that you exist and what you're doing, showing your passion. Okay, if we want to reframe marketing, you don't have to be afraid. And the one thing every entrepreneur needs no matter what you offer is networking so that's one thing and that's also one thing that doesn't take a lot of your money there might be some networking groups or events where you have to pay a fee to attend or to join a specific groups if it's worth it do it because if you find a group that works for you um to build that relationship with others will help you in a lot of ways so one thing is you build relationships and you might get some new ideas
0: because networking you know becomes people get to know the real you and that's the authenticity that's so important and when they know what you do which is so interesting because I often find that people don't let the people within their circle know exactly what they do or who they help or how they help them And yet we want people to spread the word about what we do. And so, you know, within that, having um, a concise, being confident about, well, what do you do? Who do you help? And how do you help them to be able to share that with stories in a pleasant way within exactly networking? And I know that you and I shared when we started our conversation about not needing to be on all the platforms. You might have an account, you might have an existence but I'm trying for the rest of this year to focus on LinkedIn and to genuinely get to know all these people that I know but don't know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, you know LinkedIn is a wonderful platform, but it's not necessarily the right platform for everybody. It depends on your your type of business and and who mm-hmm. you are wanting to reach and, and share your message. But, yeah, don't let yourself be overwhelmed and think that you have to be on every single social media platform
1: exactly i think and one last thing that i want to mention there as well is it's really important to know what you want to get out of a specific marketing activity why are you actually doing it and what do you want to get out of it so what's the end result what action do i want
0: them to take i think that's the other thing often is that not giving them an opportunity to take action and to
1: be able to find you easily. And then also after that, what's happening then? So, right. even if it's like a lot of people have this lead magnet that they call, you go, you download something for free, and then you're on their mailing list. Okay, what's happening then? Right. How often do you send something, and what's your strategy behind that? And how do you then turn them maybe into another paying customer? Is that maybe not what you want? Maybe you just want to have people on the mailing list for other reasons. I don't know. Right. But in yeah. the end, we're in business. We want to sell something to people. We sometimes have to let
0: go. I know that mm-hmm. you mentioned you had two businesses before and sometimes that idea is just as much as we try to turn it inside out, turn it upside down, <laughs> do whatever yeah. we can. It's like, mm you've got to let that one go. To me, there yes. must be two sides to that, so I'd just love for you to to share. How do you know when to let go?
1: Well, there's a few few hints. <laughs> so one thing, and, and that might be difficult actually to spot because maybe you or usually an entrepreneur is so in love with what they want to do that they don't want to hear that something will not work. So even when you're starting out, you should do your homework and you do some market research. Maybe you test little things, what they call the the minimum viable product and to test out if it's actually going to work. And if there's hints in that marketing research that things will not work out the way you want it to work out. Actually, that's the third idea I had. I didn't start it, but I had an idea with a friend to do something. And we really did did it right because we knew we needed investment. So we started writing a business plan. We did so much market research, and there was so much in there that was saying it's not going to work. And we were like, no, no, but we wanted to work. So we kept on researching. But then we said, okay, no, we're not going to do it. So we actually stopped at the research phase. Right. Then I had another project that I actually tried in two different places in Italy, actually, and they didn't work out for other reasons, um, not because they wouldn't work out. However, it wasn't the right team. So that's another thing. If you want to do something with other people, with co-founders, if you want to have them officially in, or maybe they're a team that supports you in something, and they, you're just not aligned with the values and the also the way of working, uh, which is also very important because you can all have the same values. You can all love the idea. But if you have extremely different different working styles and keeping deadlines and things like that that can complicate a lot and you have to ask yourself is that the team that I want to move forward with and maybe it's not that was and I know when you start out with a business so for some you need a longer breast than for others others might be more successful faster than others but you will Need that motivation, and you will need that. Okay, I'm going to continue, continue, continue. And if you're not that passionate, if you if the fire's not burning anymore, let it go because right. you will not continue with hundred percent. And then actually, the the last one that I let go of was also because um, of disagreements with uh, a co-founder as well. Uh, the visions changed, and for for, for good reasons as well. So it wasn't what we were thinking about at the beginning and it morphed into something else because of market changes. But it wasn't what I was passionate about anymore. Again, um, it wasn't aligned and I let go. So that's, I think, some of the things. So have the fire burning, have the right people and the right location and listen to the market would be like the four
0: things (laughs) all good good advice and once again it brings in that why that why related to your passion and as you say doing the market research at least if you start with that that step um it's going to give you some answers and and hopefully enough ringing bells that go no you need to look at something else that well christine thank you for sharing all these wonderful Words of wisdom for our listeners. If there was something, one thing that you wanted somebody who's listening to our conversation to take away, what would that be?
1: Make sure you take care of your health and well-being and put that first because if you don't have that, nothing else will work. Also not your business, nothing. You can't pour out of an empty cup, they say. You can't help others. You can't run the business. You can do nothing. Don't have something Shocking happen in your life, negative happen, whatever you want to call it, before you do that. Make sure you look at your priorities that you have at the moment. Um, you only have this one life, maybe not, who knows what's happening afterwards. We might be in different universes and the, we, you might believe in reincarnation, that's okay. But this life that you have now, make the most out of it and not just in a business sense, separate your business from your personal life and take care of yourself.
0: I know that I wanted to give you an opportunity just to share with everybody about your business, what you're doing that does bring the passion, and creative we can underline with a a nice big dark liner because creative I know is an important word for you. But tell us more about Creative Startup Academy.
1: Yeah, (laughs) thank you. Basically, over the past 11 years that I've been on this journey, what I do has changed a lot. So there were lots of resources coming to it, some online courses Uh, before it was all one-to-one coaching and things like that. So it all morphed into this creative startup academy that it is now. It might change again. That's okay because uh, I always listen to the market, see what the the members like and stuff. So it's basically a membership-based academy where people can join and they get a mix of community resources that they can access 24 7 such as seven day challenges online courses how-to guides templates recommendations little FAQ videos all of this Um plus live interaction with me four times a month at least I go live where we have QA session mastermind sessions and so on we also always have a, a topic of the month where we have little mini challenges going through and um, all of that is Combined in the Creative Startup Academy, I kept it at an extremely affordable level for all the reasons that we have discussed, um, because I appreciate that not every entrepreneur has a lot, hundreds uh, or even a hundred, uh, to spend every month on on such a community, resources and support. And that's why I kept it at a um, very reduced price, but also there's also, if someone really can't afford spend anything there's also a free entry level for people to join and I have a co-founder that's a fluffy unicorn that his name is Gavin who appears from time to time in the videos (laughs) so we make it also a bit magical and fun.
0: For the listeners I will be sure to have a link to the Creative Startup Academy and it is creativestartupacademy.com backslash Academy and as Christine said she's offering you a free access level and then you even get the opportunity to have a 14-day trial to see I some very generous offers um, and I've taken a peek at the website there is lots and lots to support you on the journey so make sure that you stop by their social media you'll find Christine on LinkedIn and I'll have that link in the show notes as well. So to everybody, thank you for listening. If our conversation today inspired you, I invite you to share this episode wherever you like to share your content. And I encourage you as you head into this week to embrace your own way of connecting, inspiring and creating this week that brings a sense of joy into your world. In my role as a coach, I specialize in assisting women solopreneurs in midlife to conquer procrastination attend balance in their business endeavors, and nurture a positive mindset. By blending personalized sage accountability and mindset coaching with the powerful positive intelligence program, you will gain confidence to harness tools that elevate your overall happiness.